You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. It's always good to worship. You see, you need to, you need to learn to, to connect with Him in worship. Don't just sing. Uh, just, don't just sing, you know, and just, don't just enjoy the melody. Connect. Let there be a connection. Because if, if you don't really connect with him, it's just a religious exercise. And he has to go beyond that. So we need to connect, learn to connect with him. The most important thing when we come together is for us to live here knowing that we have come, we have met with him. That's what matters. So, and I know that that's what God is longing for. He longs to feel your heartbeat. He longs to to feel your love. He longs for that heart-to-heart connectivity with you. Many of us are good at mental exercises, even mental relationship with God. Your relationship with God has to go deeper. You know, you can start mentally, but you need to end up in the spirit. Because the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. If He is seeking, that means it's not common. You don't seek for what is common. You don't seek for what is abundant. He is seeking because it's scarce. Amen? So learn to worship God. Learn to just put your problems aside and just worship Him. Sometimes you don't even need to ask him for anything. Just worship him. Just worship him. Just love him. And it will change your life. Because the more you worship him, the more you look like him. Amen. Wonderful. You're welcome to church. Um, I'm going to We've been talking about seeing in the Spirit. And I want to I cap it tonight. And then some other time we'll revisit it from a different angle. And, uh, but for the month of April, uh, for the month of April, it's going to be a miracle month. It's going to be a miracle month. So every, every service we have is going to be a miracle service. Amen. So get ready. Amen. Get ready. Um, and also you're going to be equipped to work in miracles. Amen. In your connect groups, you're going to be equipped. You will, you, everybody needs to be a miracle worker. Amen. Do you understand me? Yeah. 
You don't have to be some special prophet to work a miracle. You just need to be a disciple of Christ. How many disciples of Christ do we have here? All right. So, he told them to raise the dead when they were still disciples. So, get ready. Turn to your neighbor and say, get ready to work in miracles. Greater works. Get ready to do greater works. Amen. All right, let's pray. Stretch your hands to me. Pray. Let's pray. Mighty God, we bless your name. We glorify you tonight. Thank you for the for your word, which is spirit and is life. I thank you, O Father. I bless your name. I bless your name. I bless your name. For every single one, under the sound of my voice, I ask for the spirit of revelation. I ask, O God, O Father, for the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let veils be removed. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every veil in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I want to share with you, we've been talking about seeing in the Spirit, basic principles of seeing in the Spirit. Uh, so there's an aspect I just, the, 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 the Lord brought to my attention as I was meditating. And it's the fact that like we've said, we've established that it is God's will for everyone to see in the Spirit. Actually, you were created that way. Okay? You were created that way uh, in the garden when Adam was in the garden. Remember, God used to come to him in the cool of the day. Right? And to commune with him in the cool of the day. And I have news for you. When God would come down, Adam would actually see God, and they will talk face to face. All right? That was normal. That was how God created him to live. And that's the way God planned for man to live. But then we know what happened is that when they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, when they ate from the tree, what happened? <laughs> It's interesting, if you read that passage, let's, let's start from there. Look at uh, Genesis chapter 3. Uh, now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat. We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Okay? Now look at verse 5, which is where I'm going. He says, for God knows that in the day... You eat of it. What did he say? Your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Look at what the, what the serpent said. Your eyes will open. 
Now, prior to that, her eyes were open. Because God used to come in the cool of the day. All right? So how were they relating with God? Is it that they would not see God? No, their eyes were opened. Their eyes were open. Uh, their eyes were open and they could experience God. They could interact with the spiritual realm just like the natural realm. They could interface with the realm of the spirit and the realm of the natural. Before they ate from that tree, they could communicate with animals. That's why the serpent could communicate. And it wasn't strange. Are you following me? Yeah. They could... They had dominion over the whole of creation. That means before they ate from that tree, Adam could get under the water and breathe under the water. How did he name all the fish? Hello? How did he name them? Did he, did he, was there an aquarium somewhere? Or, no! He went inside. And he looked at them. You shall be called this, 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 this. He named all of them. Huh? So he had the capacity to operate in the spirit and in the natural. And that's why God could come down and commune with him. Teach him some things. God was teaching him certain things. And so Satan says to them through the serpent, God knows that the day you eat, your eyes will open. <laughs> so, what, what was Satan talking about? Their eyes were going, to, were going to open to another dimension. But they were going to lose the dimension they were created to operate in. You see? So that's why not everything is good for you to see. There are certain things you see that will blind you to what you are supposed to see. Glory to God. So the serpent says to them, God knows that the day you eat from this tree, your eyes will open and you will know the difference between good and evil. Of course, they're eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So the quest for knowledge is still strong today. And not all knowledge is good. Okay? There are certain things, don't come and tell me about people. I'm not interested. So those of you that love information, be careful. Because Satan will send certain information that is designed to close your eyes. To what God wants you to see. I'm telling you. So because of that, there are times that, there are times that when, when I hear certain things, I just close my heart. Because I know. That it's a strategy of the enemy. So God, Satan can bring certain information 
to blind you to somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he can bring certain information to you that are meant to blind you to the potential of some people. So when you see that or when you hear that, immediately it makes you to make up your mind. Because you have eaten from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, it doesn't matter whether it is true or not. The point is who is feeding the information. Who is feeding you that information? If you are not careful, you feed from the serpent, it is going to blind you to the kind of vision God wants you to see. Your eyes will open, but you will be, they will be open to nakedness. You see? So your eyes will be open to the nakedness of people instead of seeing the glory of God in the people. So touch your neighbor and say, be careful who informs you. Be careful where you get information from. It's not everybody that is qualified to feed you information. I'm telling you, it's a strategy of the enemy. And I've seen it work many, many times. And until I got this understanding, I was not liberated. That's why I can relate with many kinds of people. Why? Because I see beyond the information. And that is what limits our capacity to walk in love. And faith works by love. Now, if your love, your love work has been affected, guess what? Your faith becomes important. So be careful. So you'll find that as you begin to get, as you begin to relate with people, you'll find that, okay, fine, you now discover that this person is not, is not as perfect as I thought she was. Your eyes have opened to certain aspects of the nakedness of that person. And if you are not mature enough, you don't know how to handle what you have, they, what you have seen, it can block the revelation of God. Because now, all you see is nakedness. You used to see glory before. Come on. You used to see glory before. Adam and his wife, had, there was no conflict before. Until they ate from that tree. The moment they ate from that tree, the visions they started seeing is nakedness. That's all they could see. Am I making sense? So, because of that, even as you, you seek to interact with the realm of the Spirit, understand that there are other forces. <laughs> Amen? Amen? 
the enemy will want to also show you something. God shows things, but Satan also wants to show you things. So how are you going to handle that? You need, to, you need to be mature enough. Because the reason why some people cannot see is because they can't handle. God can see that they cannot handle certain revelations. Jesus said, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Huh? You cannot bear them now. I remember years ago, I, li- I listened to, in fact, this man of God. There are, two, there are two men of God that I heard about. One of them actually, uh, like when people are talking against him, especially people that he knows, people that he relates with, if any of them is talking against him, God will just show him. So he will see the conversation. So what happened? When they come to church. <laughs> he will strike them. He started dealing with them. And guess what? One day God said to him, I can see that you are not able to handle this gift. So it stops today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Huh? So he stopped experiencing it. He prayed, God, please, I promise. Nah, it stopped. Maybe, I don't know if, if it's still the same, but it stopped. Why? Because... G- when you start walking with God, there are certain things that God begins to show you. He starts giving you access to certain insights. And sometimes it's about people. It's about people. It's like one, something that uh, John G. Lake used to experience. He would be preaching and he would be seeing the hearts of the people that he's preaching to. And it, it was so horrible. He went to God and said, God, please. Take it away. I don't want it. I don't want it. So I don't want it to affect my relationship with these people. Because what I know is going to affect me. So please, take it away. And God honored his request. So, it's not everything that is exciting in the spirit. Hello. (laughs) Amen. And that's why God regulates these things. So that, you know, we don't go insane. I remember the times that uh, Pastor Sam was ushered fully into the prophetic. And he was seeing the spirit and the natural at the same time. And uh, they thought he was, you know, he had a mental problem. went to the hotel. He was going to minister somewhere, you know. And he <coughs> went to the poolside just to relax with the wife before the meeting. And while there, he's seeing demons. Demons, you know, interacting with the people. Ha! He wants to do something about it. 
And the wife says to him, you've started again. Stop, stop, stop it now. Let's go back to the room. <laughs> Leave these people alone. So there, he was seeing, but is it because you see, does that mean God says you should do this? You should go and confront them. And he, and he said he, he would see those, those demons were just pouring the, the beer into those people's cups, you know? So they stop. Then the demon will come and pour some more. Then they will. <laughs> then the demon will come pour some more. Then you know it's. And then of course, at the end of the day, you can imagine. Yeah, how they will leave that place. So. Sometimes God would restrain certain revelations, because we don't have the maturity. To handle them. So that's why you need to grow. Okay? You need to grow. Grow in faith. Grow in the Lord. Now the eyes, if you desire, how many people desire to see in the Spirit? More and more and more. You desire that. Okay, fine. That's a good desire. It's a noble desire. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7 says, The hearing ear and the seeing eye God made them all. Okay? So God is the one that gives the ability to see. He is the one that gives the ability to hear. Am I correct? Yeah. So, God, if you go to Him and you ask, He will give it to you. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, He says, um, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened to you. And we know that in the Greek, it's present continuous tense. Huh? Keep on asking. Keep on asking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking. All right. So if you desire something, the problem with our generation today is that we are not good at asking. I did a message some time ago. I don't know. Where did I do it? Was it in Kempton Park or where? The competencies of prayer. And one of the competencies is asking. You need to be a good asker. <laughs> huh? So when you ask, you don't ask and say, God, please give it to me if you are serious. If you really mean, if you really love me, give it to me now. If you don't give it to me, Lord, I'm not going to... No, 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 no. If you have that approach, you won't receive anything from God. There is a way to ask. Even you, when you were growing up, you know there was a way to ask your parents for things. You don't just go and say, do you love me? You don't love me? Give it to me. You know, if you do that, you won't get anything. So there is a way to ask. But God loves those who persist and are able to sustain their asking. I know the word of faith has taught that ask once, don't ask again. Um, yeah, that's when it has to do with the prayer of faith. But prayer of supplication, doesn't, it's not the same. It's not the same principles. So don't model them together. All right? 
So keep on asking. Keep on seeking. And you will receive. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 1. Here we see Paul prays a prayer for the church of Ephesus. And I want you to see how the Godhead is involved in giving visions, in giving revelation. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, they all give revelation. Different types of revelation. So any of them you interact with, you can receive from them. Okay? So here, in this chapter 1 of Ephesians, we see how the Father is a giver of revelation. Verse 15 says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Okay? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, can you see? The Father of glory may do what? Give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Let me tell you this. This, this, this prayer alone can open the realm of the Spirit to you. This prayer. If you will take this and begin to present it before God, I come before you, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. I ask for the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let the eyes of my heart be filled, flooded with light in the name of Jesus that I may know the hope of your calling. And the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints. And the exceeding greatness of your mighty power which you walk in Christ when you raise him from the dead. And seated at him at the right hand. If you begin to pray that and you continue to pray that and you sustain that prayer. One day. Somebody say one day. One day be one day. Yeah. How it's going to happen, I, I cannot say. But one thing I know is that if you will do this, I can guarantee you, Amen. Amen. he that seeks will find. Amen. He that asks will receive. Sometimes God waits to see if we really mean it. And unfortunately, we're not able to prove that we really mean it. He's the one that says, do not cast precious things. Do not cast pearls before swine. Revelation is precious. Spiritual sight is precious. 
He will not just give it casually. So you want to grow to the point where you start seeing. You need to become acquainted with this. As a matter of fact, this was what this was the, the passage, this was the prayer that Kenneth Hagin used to pray. He just continued. He was just going before God, Lord. He would go on his knees and he would pray this. He would read it, pray. He continued praying it for six months. And one day Jesus just comes in. I have come. From now on. This is it. You see, sustained asking. Sustained seeking. Huh? We get distracted too quickly. That's our problem. Because something new comes. You drop what you were. You, you were you th- <laughs> yeah. Especially in our generation, there is more distraction in this generation than any other generation. Have you noticed that? It is too much. Huh? Because as, as I'm talking now, s- s- some people are even communicating with another country. <laughs> right now, as we're sitting. Yeah. So you can, you can imagine, it's easy to lose focus. It's very easy for you to stop pursuing. It's very easy for you to stop seeking. It's very easy. So if you really want it, you got to make up your mind. Make up your mind. This thing, God, unless you, I get it, I'm not going to stop. There are certain things I'm seeking God for, and I've made up my mind, till I die, I won't stop. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. I will continue to seek. I will continue to go before him. And I say, God, this thing, Do you have that kind of uh, tenacity? Do you have that kind of persistence? You remember the, 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 the widow and the unjust judge in Luke chapter 18. Jesus was trying to teach us something. and t- He's trying to show us the heart of the Father. The Father wants you to continue to persist. Ah, he says, if the unjust judge could move because of this woman's persistence. Not because he had any regard for God. Not because he was compassionate. But she became a pain. And the judge moved. And then he says, how much more your heavenly father? Huh? His elect that cry out to him day and night. Will he not speedily Answer them. So if God has not moved speedily, guess what? Your asking hasn't reached that degree that will require a speedy response. Are you getting my point? So God is waiting for you. You're not the one. You thought you were the one waiting for him. Actually, he's been waiting for you for years. Yes. 
So we are satisfied with religion. We are satisfied with playing church. Just sing all the right songs. Say hallelujah at the right place. Say amen at the right time. And you know, just say praise God at the right time. And, th and then we are okay. But there is more to Christianity. Amen. God wants you to interact with Him amen. face to face. So, this... Because of this prayer, the church of Ephesus, you found that the church of Ephesus, the only fault that they had in the book of Revelation was the fact that they had left their first love. They got every other thing right. So God says, repent. Go back to your first love. The way you used to seek me. You need to go back to that. Hello? Now that you've got your breakthrough, you, you, you are no more in need. Uh, your needs, um, there is food in your fridge now. So you don't pray as hard as you used to pray. You don't fast as you used to fast. Before you used to fast because you were compelled. Now that you have money in your account, no more fasting. Come on. Yeah. You get so blessed that, you know, you even coming to church, you just say, oh, today, you know, ah, <laughs> uh, today, uh, today is my social night. So, <laughs> this Sunday is a social Sunday. So, you know, um, I'll meet God next time. It's interesting what blessings do to baby Christians. Can you handle being blessed? Can you handle God now? Bring you to that point. You start seeing. There are some people that they don't even need to ask. They, they, they're already flowing in that. And what I've noticed is that people that flow in that tend not to be prayerful. Many of them. Not, I mean, not all of them. My wife sees she, she's prayerful. In fact, sometimes she prays and I get challenged. <laughs> yeah. So, but there are many people. I have friends. They, 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 they just, where is that? A few minutes, they're bored. Because the moment they pray a little bit, phew, they've seen something. The moment they've seen something, their prayer has ended. No, I'm telling you. So don't think that because you now start seeing, you stop praying. Because in case you don't know, there are levels of revelation. Even though the realm of the Spirit is open, but even in the realm of the Spirit, God still hides certain things. So that's why the enemy can come here and he will not see you. But you are here. Do you know that there are many times, about, the Bible talks about him, that some is prayed, he said, hide me in your pavilion, hide me. In other words, the enemy will come, the enemy comes many times. The reason why you are still alive is because many times the devil comes, but he cannot find you. He cannot find you, that's why he hasn't touched you. It's not every time he can see you. That's the power of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. 
the blood of Jesus is able to blind the enemy. So not only are we praying for our eyes to open, I'm telling you his own eyes, the enemy's eyes will be blind towards you. When you start applying these principles in your life. It's real. I remember years ago, there's this, this brother I was discipling. He, he was a fundamentalist Muslim who got saved. He actually killed a pastor. Um, he beheaded a pastor in the, in the northern part of Nigeria. And that night, after he beheaded that pastor, Jesus walks into his room. He says, I'm Jesus Christ. From today, you start following me. You're going to preach my word. Laid hands on him, he started speaking in tongues. That's how he got saved. So, after he gets saved, his family decides to kill him. His father goes to buy a gun. And the mother told him, your father is coming to kill you tomorrow. My son. I don't agree with you, but please run away. So he ran, and there was a prize on his head. So I had to take him, we took him to, you know, took him to Togo, took him to, to Ghana, even as far as Ghana, to hide him, because they were after him. But something happened one time before, um, before I took him out of Nigeria. He was in his room. And some guys broke into his room. Okay? They broke into his room. These guys were informed. They were soldiers. Because he used to be a military guy. There were soldiers that came. They came into his room. And he could see them, but they could not see him. Come on. If God can open their eyes, can he not close the eyes that see? It's no big deal. We're going to see a lot, of, a lot of signs and wonders in these last days. Amen. So they came in and they, and they were talking among themselves. And he's by the corner looking at them quietly. And they were saying, but the neighbors told us that he's home. Where is he? They searched everywhere. They couldn't find him. And they left. <laughs> now, if God can do that in the natural, can he not do it in the spiritual? That's why witches can come and they cannot touch you. Because you, they are, God blinds their eyes from seeing you. They're not as powerful as you think they are. Hallelujah. So, um, but more than anything, Colossians chapter 3, verse... Um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, But if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. And then it says, Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So your primary pursuit, he is saying, listen, even as you desire your eyes to be open, it shouldn't just be for you to be open to be seeing all the witches around. You, 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 you don't need that. 
What do you want to do with those kind of revelations? If they come, fine, not a problem. But that's that's not that's not what you should be. That's not what you should be, you know, occupying yourself with. Because there are some people they only see demons. They don't see angels. They only demons. Everything, everything, everything. There's a demon in your shoe. There's a demon in your. There's a demon in your specs, huh? There is, a, there is a demon everywhere, everywhere. Your hair is a demon. It, come on, guys. Set your mind on things above, not things beneath. So your pursuit should be to see what is up there. Are you getting me? Yeah, that's, 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 what, you should, that's what you should seek. That's why Jesus said, seek first. The what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness. So you need to seek the kingdom. You, I, Jesus said there are, there are some of you here who are not going to see death until they see the kingdom of God. Are you ready to see the kingdom of God? Yeah. Those are the kind of things you should be seeking after. Not looking for demonic entertainment. Demons, you know, yeah, I may not go there. Yeah, because in case you don't know, demons also entertain. You know, there are some gatherings you go to where demons are just busy entertaining the people. They come and say, oh, demons are manifesting. And okay, fine, they're manifesting. How come... The same people keep manifesting every week. What is, what is that? Huh? Is, that? is that deliverance? How can you be casting out the same demon every week? That's entertainment. All that drama, I'm telling you, it's entertainment. Yeah, they're taking over the service. That's what they've done. And people are excited because they set their eyes on things below instead of on things above. Yeah. So I'm not impressed by all those drama. If you want drama, go to, you know, go to Netflix or whatever. You can get better, better, better shows to watch. Huh? Let me tell you, I'm telling you, I've, been, I've dealt with demons for many years, and I know their tricks. I mean, I, I, I once spent eight hours trying to cast out one demon. What are you talking about? We're just playing games with me. Yeah. So, but because Christians are not well informed today, when they see, hey, you know, Power. The demons are having a field day with God's people. Where did you find Jesus have a conversation with demons? The maximum is, what is your name? Come out. Hmm? Where are you from? <laughs> Who sent you? When did you come? What is your mission? What is that? Entertainment. 
It's entertainment. I'm telling you. It's entertainment. Yeah. So that I am, trust me, I will not lie to you. God doesn't operate like that. Read your Bible. Only one time. Every time Jesus says, shut up, come out. That's why Jesus did it. So now we have advanced more than Jesus. Are you more prophetic than Jesus? Come on. It's senseless. But people love drama, so, you know, that's why you see that uh, um, actors are well paid. Because people appreciate drama. They pay them very well. Hollywood stars, they are well paid. It's entertainment. So, a lot of God's people like entertainment from the wrong source. That's the problem. Entertainment, clean entertainment is okay. But uh, come on, don't allow demons to entertain you. Hmm? Come out. No, I'm not coming out. Huh? Where, who gave him that audacity? Huh? I say come out, you say you will not come out. I am a king, and where the word of the king is, there is power. And when I say come out, you come out. You can't resist it. I don't know how I got into all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but please don't be ignorant. Why am I saying this? Because as you begin to pray this prayer, your eyes begin to open to things and you can be confused. Because if demons see that you can see, they will also try to come and present something to you. Just like if you can hear, they come and talk to you. Isn't it? Do you talk to a deaf person? No, you don't talk to a deaf person because the person can hear you talk to the person. So if you can see, they show you things as well. So the Father, your Heavenly Father, gives the spirit of revelation. He gives. He can give you the ability to see. That's why you need to be close to your Heavenly Father. More than anything, desire the things. Look at the things that are above. Where is God? Above. So that's where your attention should be. Not below. Above. Where is Jesus? Above. That's what you should seek. Are you following me? Yeah. That should be your pursuit. Because Jesus also can open your eyes. Let me show you that. Look at Luke chapter 24. St. Luke's gospel. You remember when the... the, uh, After the resurrection... Um, there were some disciples of Jesus. They were very upset on the way to Emmaus. Yes? They were so upset that Jesus died. And they were having a conversation, walking and talking. And they were saying, and Jesus meets up with them, says, "What, what kind of conversation are you guys having? You're looking so sad. He says, are you new in Jerusalem? I, don't you know what has happened? 
He says, what things are you talking about? He says, concerning Jesus, a man who was great in word and in deed, a mighty prophet, we had hoped that he would be the one to save Israel. But he died. So they were upset. Their dreams have been dashed because these guys were already dreaming of their positions in the kingdom. And now the guy is dead. Their investment of three and a half years, gone. They forsook everything to follow him. Now he's dead. So, to cut the long story short, look at... um, Verse 28, then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is fast spent. And he went in to stay with them. Do you notice that Jesus was with them, but they didn't recognize him? Hello? Hello? You know, it's so possible that you can be interacting with God and not even know. So they're talking to Jesus. and This is someone they were with for three and a half years, but they don't even recognize him. Hmm? And look at at the next verse. It says, Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread and blessed it. And broke it and gave it to them. Then what happened? Their eyes were open and they knew him. And he what? Vanished from their sight. <laughs> That's a wonder. You know, there are signs and there are wonders. A wonder makes you to wonder. <laughs> So, but the Bible makes it clear that he opened their eyes. Their eyes were restrained from recognizing him. Okay? But who opened their eyes? Is it the Father? No, it was Jesus that opened their eyes. So as you walk with Jesus, expect your eyes to open. Hallelujah. Jesus opens spiritual eyes as well. Not just physical eyes. He he can open the eyes of the blind. He did that many times. But he can open your eyes to see in the Spirit. Okay. Then the Holy Spirit. Let's look at the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit himself. If you look at Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Joel 2 28. Let's read that. It says, in the last days. God is going to pour out His Spirit. He says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my what? My Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see. So, the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Revelation. As a matter of fact, Jesus said that there are many things I have to share with you talking to his disciples in John chapter 16. He says, yet you cannot bear them now, but when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will take of that which is mine and reveal it to you. He will show it to you. So the Holy Spirit, if you have a close relationship with the Holy Spirit, you 
your eyes can open. So, what are we saying? You know, the benediction in um, 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14, the last verse there, we often say, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen. So the grace can open your eyes. Love can open your eyes. Hallelujah. Fellowship can open your eyes. Are you getting my point? Yeah, so the grace of God, the spirit of grace, when grace comes, the grace of God that brought salvation to all men has appeared. So grace shows, reveals things. There are many people that are already, they, they didn't pray for it, they just got the gift to see it's a grace. So that was brought by grace. But if you will love the Lord, if you will walk in love, if you will love God passionately with all your heart, if your love for God can be red hot, huh? John 14, 21 is going to happen to you. Look at, let's look at John 14, 21. I think I'll close with that. John 14, 21. My Lord and my God. Jesus, Jesus. Okay. It's, let's read it together. Come on. One, two, three. It's on the screen. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. The word manifest there means reveal. Hallelujah. So love can open your eyes. Love can open your eyes. That's why you need to love. Last week we were dealing with our hearts. And and, And the reason for that is because your heart can affect your capacity to love. So if you are able to deal with that, then you can love passionately. God wants to be loved passionately because He's so passionate about you. He loved you so passionately that He came down to die for you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for a friend. You see? So He loved you passionately. You need to love Him more. Start praying and deal with anything that hinders your capacity to love. Oh, Pastor, but I love God. How much do you obey Him? Because it says, if you love Him, you will keep His commandments. Alright? You really love Him? You do everything He tells you to do? Hmm? If he says you should go the extra mile, do you? Or do you do bare minimums? And then he say, God understands. You see? So many of us have failed the love test. But it's time to go back. So that God will now begin to reveal things to you. Hallelujah. Because he reveals his secrets to his friends. You see? So it's a relationship thing. 
And then the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. As you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to show you things. He begins to show you things. He begins to show you even the scriptures. Hmm? It's like Pastor Sam. He was reading, reading his Bible, reading the Bible. Then the Holy Spirit came. The first time he experienced it, the Holy Spirit was behind him and leaned over him like that. Mm. And started explaining what he was reading mm. to him. Mm. Hallelujah. Yeah. And he turns. He says, Who are you? You're not Jesus. I've seen Jesus. Are you an angel? Because the Holy Spirit, he, he spreads. He's the member of the Godhead that spreads. So he said it, he, he, he spread over him like an umbrella. And he's never seen that kind of person before. He said, who are you? You're not Jesus because I've seen Jesus. Are you an angel? Because you look different from all the angels I've seen. He says, no, I am the Holy Spirit. What? Holy Spirit? He says, no, but the Bible says you are inside me. What are you doing there? And he says, the Holy Spirit smiled. And he said, yes, I'm inside you. But when I want to do something great, I come upon you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wouldn't you want to experience that? Yes. But it comes with fellowship. He said, for, he, he continued to, you know, spend protracted times with God in the word and in prayer. In the word and in prayer. For months. He just go to church back home. Office. Counsel people pray. Come back home. That's all he was doing for almost a year. Then these things began to happen. Fellowship. Say fellowship. fellowship. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will open your eyes to things you never thought you could see. He says, he's the one that says, huh? he says, um, in Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Huh? What does it say? What does Jeremiah 33, 3 say? Call upon me, and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. There are mighty things you don't know. There are great things you don't know. You think you know a lot. Even Google doesn't know as much as God wants to show you. Hallelujah. But it comes with fellowship. Fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Mighty God, we bless your name. We bless your name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for the spirit of revelation. I thank you for the spirit of wisdom. I thank you, Father God. Lord, I ask that you will open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes, oh God. Help us. Help us to begin to live this kind of life. Mighty God. We're tired of religion. We're tired of playing church. We're tired, oh Father God, of tradition. We want the real thing. We want to know you. We want to know you indeed. We want to know you like never before. We want to know you the way Abraham knew you. We want to know you the way Moses knew you. We want to know you the way Ezekiel knew you. We want to know you the way Jeremiah knew you. 
We want to know you the way Jesus knew you. Oh, Heavenly Father, let there be revelation in this house. Mighty God, reveal yourself to everyone here. Reveal yourself, oh God. Reveal yourself, reveal yourself. Manifest yourself, oh God. Mighty God, mighty God. Manifest yourself to, our, to, 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 to your people, to your children. Open their eyes, oh God. Open the eyes of their heart, oh God. Let the eyes of their heart be flooded with light. Oh my God, let there be revelation of heavenly things. Let heaven open, just like it opened for Stephen. Let it open to your people, oh God. Mighty God, let them have dreams of heaven. Let them have dreams, oh God. Let them begin to interact with angels. Let them begin to interact with Jesus. Let them begin to interact with the Father. Let them begin to interact with the Holy Spirit. Make it real. Make it real, oh God. Make it real for everyone here. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. We're not looking for entertainment from demons. Oh, Father God. We want the real thing. We want the real thing. Mighty God. We bless your name. We bless your name. I pray, oh Father. I pray for every soul here. Just place your hand over your eyes. Father, I pray for the spirit of revelation. I pray that you will anoint these eyes with eyes of in the name of Jesus to begin to see the things that we ought to see. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus, let spiritual eyes, let spiritual sight fall upon your people right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. Let it fall upon them. In the name of Jesus. Let them begin to see. Oh my God. My God. That they will not fall into the traps of the enemy. They will see. Oh God. Every trap of the enemy. You will reveal to them. Even what the enemy is trying to do in their families. In their lives. In their in, in, in their careers, oh God, their businesses, Lord God, let them begin to see by the spirit of revelation. Lord, I ask, oh God, that your love will burn. Oh God, let, let it be red hot in the hearts, oh God. Mighty God, let the, 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 the passion for you increase in our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Come to the end of our service. You can just this be seated briefly. To you live from if this is your first service with us, I know we acknowledge you in the beginning. We just like to acknowledge you again as we close. Everynationmidrand.org